This is a Anything Goes podcast production. Welcome back, you guys. All right. This is a new episode of the Journey of a Soul Sister podcast. Like I always say, some of these episodes will be visual or audio. It depends on what type of guests I have or what's going on today. But let us break it all down, right? I am so excited, you guys. Like I have. <laughs> I've been trying to get her on my show for a while. It's like the men, they be easy to come, but the women, they slow to the game. I don't know why they do be like that. I swear I love y'all. But anyway, she's here. You may have seen her on TV. You may have seen her clothing line. You may have seen her help in the community and even on her own podcast. I mean, I don't even know where to start. I'm going to go ahead and let her introduce herself, Queen. Hello. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good girl. It's been a lot. It's your girl, Precious Champagne. Everyone calls me Champagne. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. So where can they find you at Miss Precious Champagne? On Instagram, Champagne underscore P H B more. <laughs> yeah. That's and, what you have um, to do. What else? Uh be more champagne on Twitter mm-hmm. and Precious Champagne. Champagne, champagne, because <laughs> that's the government. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> that I keep under wraps <laughs> on Facebook. Um, yeah. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you so much for coming today. I just my face is lighting up and smiling because I love it. Your energy from the first day that I met you was amazing. Same. I love it. So let's let people know who don't know about you, right? Uh, like, what are you out here doing in the community? What's your resume look like? Let's run it down briefly for the people. What am I not doing right now? You know, <laughs> I'm really just enjoying life, experiencing things, trying mm-hmm. new things, and in that journey <laughs> exactly let's go you know? um well i started off like most people with a normal career working nine to five in the it field and um got a little bored at work started enterprising so i started my first business Ooh. centered around like hardware software computer stuff Okay. And um, I've always been like an artsy craft type person. So then I started another little thing. (laughs) And um, I I wrote a book. All right. I started a publishing company, published a couple other girls. Come on now, um, Black Girl Magic. Yeah, you know, so now I'm just working all my angles, you know. Working all your angles. <laughs> so, I don't know if you guys saw her face on like your YouTube or your TV. Let them know. Come on now. Uh-uh. So You're I, not going to forget I, about these things. Because the acting is pretty new. So, I did my first play, I think in 2000, it might have been 17 or 19. I can't COVID has messed me up time-wise. Like I'm so bad with time now, but um, recently, fairly recently, I did my first play, and then it just kind of took off from there. I ended up in a web series. It's called mm-hmm. Project Heat. Woo-hoo, Project Y'all Heat. Y'all have to check, check out, it out Project Heat <laughs> Baltimore. Now, mm-hmm. Project Heat has franchised. They have a New York, um, an Atlanta version, a Connecticut version, mm-hmm. and they have other shows within the Show Up Films family, but I'm primarily on Project Heat Baltimore. I've been in the Halloween film with them. Um I've also done a couple of other plays. I've done, well, We Own the City. Uh huh. Um, Y'all know that. HBO. HBO. (laughs) I did Billions, too. Really? I'm going to have to check that out. Little background stuff, you know. It don't matter. I I feel like, so 
that's one thing that I've learned throughout all the different things that I've done. I've been doing mm-hmm. is to appreciate the process and enjoy the journey. Y'all hear that? Enjoy the journey. Yeah. Yes. Because you get to that end goal, mm-hmm. and you're at the bottom of another mountain now. You know, yeah. or you have to start over and start the next goal now. So. You kind of get into a cycle of chasing when Mm -hmm. you focus on the end result so relentlessly like I tend to do. So I'm just (laughs) trying to learn how to relax. Okay. Other things unfold that you didn't even expect. And and you have to allow for that. If you're so focused on this one way of being or one way of things manifesting, you'll Mm -hmm. miss out on something that could be an even bigger blessing for you. So... That's where I'm at right now. I agree with you 100% when you say, like, enjoy the little things that are happening throughout the journey, right? Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. (laughs) You said you focus on the end goal all the time. You'd be like, I got to get this, this, and this. Mm -hmm. A lot of people can relate to that Mm -hmm. because we only know what we set out to see. So when the other things happen, like, oh, yeah, I did that, but I haven't reached where I want to be. So that's just about to be be appreciative. And listen, you open up some doors for other people that won't even have the opportunity or even think that it was possible for doing. So you say you jumped into the acting. What made you jump into it? Like, what? You just like, one day I'm just going to go audition. Well, um, I was bored as an adult. I don't don't have friends. You know, I'm not like, uh, uh, I'm a little older, so I'm not really looking to be in a party scene, a crowd. Mm-hmm. I got to get a table, spend all this money just so I can sit down because I'm not standing, standing up. up. Mm-hmm. You know, it turns into this whole big thing. So I was like, Dad, what is a way that someone my age can meet like-minded people mm-hmm. without, you know, the bull crap, the riffraff? I, and I started doing, like, I've gone to a couple different meetups, tech field type things. Mm. And something, this, this, um, uh, audition for a play for Cornelius Adams popped up on my timeline. And I knew who Cornelius was. I've heard about him before. And I was like, let me just see. Let me just see. And I did. And, it's, and you just see. <laughs> I've been rolling ever since. It's so fun. And I think the good, the thing that um, makes it so enjoyable for me is because as a writer, I understand the aspects of building a character. Mm -hmm. So as an actress, I get to bring that vision to life and not just my vision, someone else's like it's, it's fun Mm -hmm. fun for me. I like it. So for the fact that you just said, let me just see, do you know how hard that is for people to just see, Mm -hmm. to just jump out on a womb? It was just like something in you just told you just to go. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give people if they see something like that? Because everybody can't just go with, let me just see. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you like, I mean, because at the t- I, there's been plenty of things. Even now, there are things I see or want to audition for, and I don't try. And I think partly is myself getting in the way. So I think my my advice would be dispel any of the negative thoughts. Like, just let go, let it go. At the end of the day, whatever you're doing right now, today, even if you fail miserably, no one's gonna be thinking about that in a hundred thousand years. Mm. No one's even going to know who you are in 100,000 years. Your existence will probably be completely wiped out. And so just do it. Just do Fail. it. Fail. Don't be scared to look stupid. I mean, I know it's hard moving through that, but I feel like those moments are where you had the most growth, mm-hmm. as hard as it may be. I don't know. It's easy to sit here and say that now because I have been through some things. Mm-hmm. But facing that for the first time was really hard. And you kind of build it like a muscle and get used to 
working through whatever trouble keeps you from you from know, doing it though it's okay it. to just learn to deal with rejection mm-hmm. learn to that this may not be your break but mm-hmm. keep pushing past it anyway because you have the passion to do it that's, that's the worst thing that's gonna happen they're gonna say no but like if they say no then like how you supposed to be like no what you mean no <laughs> <laughs> yeah you can say that you can flip over a table too but mm-hmm. do it and then the next time you won't flip the table over, you'll take it with more grace. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, just progress. Progress. Start where you are. It doesn't matter how at the bottom you think you may be. Just take that first little step. Mm, y'all hear that so anyone who's listening and watching right take that first little step she's here to tell you like she was doing her nine to five she did her tech she decided to write a book you know what i'm bored what's the next thing to do <laughs> she decided to start a publishing company to help others not only herself and then she's like i can act too why not i write <laughs> just do it so even if that happens and that's something that you're facing just make sure that you just take that step i want to say kudos to you because it's hard it's really hard especially when you're dealing with other things in life Mm. to just go ahead and just jump out there and more people today don't have that luxury of saying hey I'm just gonna just do it because you have a lot of other responsibilities so what was the most hardest thing for you during this journey like just accomplishing other goals because you said you went to school and you did IT things like Mm. come on anybody that can deal with computers all day Mm. (laughs) that's something else but I think that's kind of what helped me when I first started IT um the one thing about it was the fact that even though people program computers, we really don't have any control over them. Mm. And so learning how to let go, that's been my big, just learning how to let go of whatever I think it should be, how it should be, and accept whatever it is. Okay, this computer's broke. Software is installed properly. Everything looks like it should be working properly, but it isn't. But you, you know, you kind of stay calm throughout that and, Keep pushing. (laughs) (laughs) Figure it out. You know, it's it's a process and you can't be too hard on yourself. You can't be too hard. So have you ever been hard on yourself? Every day. Every day. Every single What do you say to yourself? I can't even like it's embarrassing. That's what made me realize that I had so much negative self-talk. Okay. Because I, I started thinking the stuff I say to myself, I would never say to a friend. Mm. So why am I saying it to myself, mm-hmm. you know? And then I'm like, okay, I got an issue here. I have a problem here. And then the thing is, um, those thoughts become persistent. Mm-hmm. And you start to believe the lie. because it, it, it's And you got to... Because it's something you say every day. Mm-hmm. And with your mindset. Mm-hmm. Now that's who you are. And, mm-hmm. and it started from something stupid, from failure that you didn't just accept or whatever you mm-hmm. know but it all starts somewhere and kind of digging down i know for me because i i suffered from anxiety i don't even know where it came from mm. it's around around 25 26 years old i think it was the pressure of life mm-hmm. i was out on my own i had this job with these racist employees and i felt like my i felt like my lifestyle my livelihood was at jeopardy mm. and i think that put me in a a panic state because I knew that if I didn't bring it home and take care of myself, no, I had no backup. I had no help. Even though I had parents, I didn't depend on them. You know, they were doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that triggered something in me and it's been stuck on that switch ever since. And mm. 
when I finally became aware of it, it's been a process of kind of dismantling all of that. So what do you do to dismantle it? A lot of meditation and self-reflection. I really take um, stock of what is occurring in my head and what is actually occurring around me or physically happening. Like we might have an interaction and I have some thoughts about that interaction, but those thoughts are not reflective of what really happened, but I'm replaying those thoughts. Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, I got the whole situation screwed up and I believe it. Now I'm acting funny or Mm -hmm. I'm treating you differently because of these thoughts. So having that awareness to take a step back, like, okay, I feel some kind of way. Why do I feel this way? What did, what really happened? What can Mm -hmm. I point to? And the one thing that helped me even get to that is therapy. I know that's right. Say that again. Say it again. Therapy. Therapy. But I'm telling you, you know, if you find some uh, trained professional, they're not trained to give you the answers of anything. What they're trained to do is teach you how to think in a way that you, you, you figure it out for yourself because Mm -hmm. you have to live with whatever, it is, you know, you're setting up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, the cognitive behavioral therapy of um, questioning your thoughts when you have anxiety um, and realizing these patterns and challenging them, hands down. And I, I had a life coach. Um, God bless her. So, Marcy, my sister hooked me up with her. I'm like, girl, a life coach, you too, you doing, you doing too much, you know. They're really good. But she really helped me because therapy going to help you learn these tools and stuff. Mm-hmm. My life coach helped me take those tools and apply it to my everyday, everyday. life. Mm-hmm. And and um, she helped me accountable. And she stayed on my tail. I could hear her in my head now. She's a, <laughs> so, she's a Taurus, too. That's good. And that's part of the reason why they hooked me up with her very strong personality. This mm-hmm. older white lady, little tiny thing. When I finally met her in person, <laughs> I'm like, girl, the way you be talking to me on a phone. Fu- and then you, I will square up with you, Marcy. <laughs> That's but, good. Yeah. That's good. I tell people all the time they should get a life coach. So I'm a certified life coach as well. Really? Yes. So I understand exactly okay. what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and it came because I ended up getting a life coach. And then they were like, well, you end up here trying to coach me. You need to be coaching Alice. And I'm like, no, I'm screwed up. I don't think I can, <laughs> you know, I don't think I can tell other people what to do or like help them. But then once I started getting into it and really seeing how I'm able to help others, I've been helping people my whole life. Just never knew what it was called, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. And I just think that everyone should get a life coach. You should have more than one coach for separate things, business coaching and therapy. Mm -hmm. All black people need therapy. I don't care what it is. It's passed down in our DNA. Living in this country, we do need therapy. Yes, every single day. So what is one of the most greatest things that you are proud of right now? What What are you proud of right now? One of your biggest accomplishments of yourself. I'm still here and I'm still trying. I know that's right. Like, because, I mean, I've had had medical issues, kind of health fail me terribly. You know, um, I've had very dire prognosis from doctors, Mm -hmm. stuff. And I don't know. I I never let that stuff hold me back. Mm -hmm. I might have felt down about it for a while, had my grieving period. And then, you know, the regular life stuff that you go through, setbacks, getting denied for jobs, getting Mm -hmm. fired for nothing. Honey. (laughs) You know, not having any income, then getting denied for unemployment. What? (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, you know, so just different facets of life 
giving me problems and I'm still and I haven't let any of that really make me bitter. You should. You know? But it's so easy to take life experiences and say, oh, I'm this way now because I've learned my lesson. Mm -hmm. But what lesson are you really learning if that situation left you in a position where you're hurting other people or you're behaving in a way that you're going to look back at in 10 years and be like, dang, I shouldn't have did that. Mm -hmm. Or you're doing things to stay in your soul. You know, I feel like some things we do in this lifetime are so bad that they leave a stain on your soul and the redemption for that. I'm not a godly i'm not a religious person Mm -hmm. i'm not religious at all my mother used to call me an atheist she didn't understand (laughs) because i used to go back and forth with the pastor all the time Mm -hmm. i grew up in the church Mm -hmm. and you know well whatever she understands now more but you know she doesn't put that atheist title on me but um you know just 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 coming into that understanding and whatever yeah that's understand we do things in our life we had to come here for a reason we all have a purpose and a calling right but again if you ain't get it right the first time you got to come back and finish it just knows it's going to happen that way and you just a spiritual person you know there's a higher power you know there's things you just what feels right for you Mm -hmm. what is listed for you i'm the same exact way people don't understand it but i know like and it took me a long time to tap into that and be proud of it um and if other people don't get it it's on them like i don't even be I'll be like, whatever. But for you not to stop, what somebody casts upon you is not what it is for you. Mm -hmm. We have the energy and the power within ourselves to dictate our own reality. Mm -hmm. So if you don't feel something, everything we ever want, or as far as medicine and stuff to take care of us is here already on earth. Mm -hmm. You just got to tap into those people. You know, the herbalists, like people who specialize in herbs are really good. Mm -hmm. I be taking my little herbs, I be like, "Mm -hmm, I don't care what they say. I ain't listening to them, you know? And you don't have to do the synthetic drugs or something that you take one drug to make you addicted to another drug Mm -hmm. or feel a different part of your body that's the whole system and what it's designed to and i work in health care they probably about to get me but But you know it is what it is so you i'm glad that you have the strength not to let that dictate your every single day and for anyone that's going through this y'all know i always got time to tell (laughs) y'all and who's listening just because they cast something upon you does not mean that is what you are. The mm-hmm. power of the mind. The fact that you can identify it. I have to take my hat off to you once again, and I ain't got no hat on. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that you are able to push through it to identify that you're having these thoughts. Mm-hmm. Identify what people say. You grieve for that moment, but you don't stop. Mm-hmm. You don't. You know how powerful that is that you just don't stop? Mm-hmm. Like you said, people use those things as an excuse mm-hmm. to act the way they act. And I'm a person who did that for a while because it's called victim. Mm-hmm. And I am want to be the victim and I am comfortable because as soon as I have to move a different type of way, mm-hmm. then now I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Now I can't control it. Yep. Now I can't blame nobody else for my shortcomings mm-hmm. but myself. Mm-hmm. So I am proud of you. Mm-hmm. I am so proud of you. I have to say that because people just don't, they don't do it. Yeah. And I did it for a long time. I was like, hmm, they ain't care about me, I don't care about them. You know, and that's not the way we should be. We should always love everyone else so your book what did you write about your book from an author to an author let people know <laughs> what's the name of your book where they can get your book oh can can i say a bad word of course you can <laughs> shit i got all the time <laughs> can i say a bad word can i say a bad yes, word remember that video let it out um, <laughs> the book is titled dreams of a bad bitch oh um it's i guess you would consider it like an urban fiction type okay and, like, uh, it's about a young lady who was orphaned at birth. 
mm-hmm. and then ended up being sex trafficked. And mm-hmm. it's about her life kind of being being in the realization that what has happened to her and coming out of it. I know that's you know? right. Um, and then she has two other women who, I mean, young ladies, because it's about young girls. That's another thing I got to keep. It's all right. Um, <laughs> two two other um young girls who who are coming into their own as well, and they they are um experiencing their own life situations, and they come together and have this friendship that blossoms and. And falls apart and blossoms. You that know. happens. Absolutely. We know that. Yes. Because we all change. We know that. Yeah. So where can they get your book? Currently um, on tovpub.com. Mm-hmm. Um, it's available on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's still on Google Books, but definitely Amazon. I'm just going to stick with Amazon because everybody uses Amazon. That is true. Yeah. Amazon so. got their stuff with them, yeah. but everybody use Amazon. It's cool. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I, we <laughs> can talk about that because yes. they are a mess when it comes to publishing. Mm-hmm. They really are. Mm-hmm. Especially based on what they've turned into. I'm very upset with Amazon. I use them strategically mm-hmm. for my publishing, but, but since that book was already there. Oh, and part two is coming out soon. Okay. Well, that's, Soon is relative, so okay. um, my release date is January 1st. All right. So technically a year. It's coming. But that time is going to fly by, especially if you haven't read the first one. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got me trying to catch up. Make sure y'all uh, get it. Ask me all the questions, you know, get get your mind right about it and stuff. So. You going to do a book signing? Yes. Okay, yes, make I sure am. I get my invitation. That's yes. all I'm going to say. All right. <clears throat> but um, my author is having a book signing May 20th. Okay. Um, for her book, Death of Innocence, which is also available on um, Amazon. Her her name is Golden Infamous the Angel. Okay, Miss Angel. It's my a college friend of mine. Um, she calls herself the disabled diva because mm-hmm. she has Huntington's disease. Okay. And um, I'm not sure what stage she is within the disease, but it is noticeable at this point. You know, okay. um, and she has some effects. It's mm-hmm. uh, if, if for those who don't know, it's a brain de- degenerative disease. The neurons stop being able to form new connections mm-hmm. and they kind of like dis- destroy. So imagine your brain just disintegrating in your. And it's nothing you can do. Nothing. Um, so it's very hard watching her go through that. Um, but. She keep pushing though. Yeah. She bought the head. She like, listen, yeah. that may be happening to me again. What we just say, it does not matter what they cast upon us. It doesn't matter what we're going to do with our time. What matters is from your time. We all have a birth date and a death date, but that dash yeah. in between is what really makes a difference. Uh-huh. That dash. So right now her dash, she's strong. Look yeah. at you. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yes. Baby, I know you about to cry. It's okay. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> it's Okay. You're there for her. Yeah. You're supporting her. That's my girl. That is your girl. And you know, the funny thing is the hard part, she's going through this brain thing Mm -hmm. and it's causing, you know, personality changes. Mm Mm-hmm. It's so hard. It's okay. Her being a different person and she's not always nice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, hey, even when we ain't got nothing going on, are we always nice on some days? You know? But that's what it's teaching me. Like, Mm -hmm. Sometimes people can't be the best version of themselves and mm-hmm. as their friend, as their loved one. It is up to you mm-hmm. to hold hold them down. 
hold them down hold them down let's give each other a little more grace like, grace I feel like the world is so you did this to me everybody thinks everyone is coming off so negatively to them everybody mm-hmm. has a problem they got a chip on their shoulder they aggressive they want to fight no reason let's start like come on y'all you you are a person living mm-hmm. you know how hard it is oh, for I yourself know. so why would you think it's any easier or even if you do think it's easier how could you not be empathetic mm-hmm. and not understand that maybe they in a the place that you were in before you because know? i'll tell you this right because people are in survival mode right mm-hmm. and they can't see past that yeah and if they don't feel as though someone else is empathetic to their situation how could they <clears throat> even even relate to the next person right and then you have this saying that says grace is granted blah 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 which i don't believe in that and that's in the bible y'all can look up the right scripture you know what i'm talking about i think grace is what we should do automatically like you said understand that we're all going through things all of us have something that we won't always be our best self and that was another reason why i wanted to start this podcast and do this and share let you know i'm not perfect and we all have a journey but let's show each other grace let me show everyone that comes here that I appreciate them that I admire something about every person that comes here and for you to be that friend I'm proud of you continue to be that friend continue to be that woman that's not going to stop continue to share the message that we're going to grant grace and you be the example my saying that I always say to people we always complain what the issue is right but are we a part of the problem or are we going to be right. the solution exactly. are you the person that's going to make that change now everybody ain't going to catch up to you <laughs> they're going to be like girl whatever but but you're setting the example. So anyone else that's following you and watching you, and trust me, people are watching you, they're going to practice what you do. Be that energy that you want to give to others. And that's what you're doing. I told you from the first day I met you, you were so kind. You were so sweet. You was nice. And I felt something. So I was like, you know what? I like her. And I don't like a lot of people. I will respect you, but I don't like a lot of people. But again, it's a beautiful thing that you have that. That you have that and don't let that go. Don't let it go. I don't care what anybody else say about you. I don't care about what you're thinking in your mind. <laughs> you know how you feel, right? Mm-hmm. Pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. You meditate. You go through these things. You know it's a war. It will always be a war until we at peace. Mm-hmm. But always continue to surround yourself around everyone that's like-minded like you and that can teach you. Mm-hmm. You heard your little short little lady, R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> You know she would have told you. And the more you keep trying and the more you keep pushing, that's going to make everybody else push. I'm sitting here listening to you like, yeah, I just act. I'm like, huh, so maybe I should go act somewhere. Always wanted to, but but afraid. You understand? But afraid. We can get you. (laughs) See? And that right there, you motivated me. You teach me something. You said, you know what, but whatever. That's why when I asked you the question, I said, so what do you tell somebody when you hear like, no, like, whatever. Like, I'm that person. I don't want to hear no damn no, right? Right? So how do you do it? You say, just do it. It's okay. And then the next time, you'll learn how to do it with ease. Mm -hmm. Do you not know how powerful that statement was? If you don't know, I'm here to tell you, girl. You got me goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) So would there be anything that you would want to share with someone or a statement that you would want to say to anybody that's watching you or going on a journey or maybe having difficult times that you may have not said? Say it here so we can hear it. This might help me too. I'm just saying. I just like it. Listen. Uh, See, I got our crystals ready. I got the little sage ready. Our little bowl. <laughs> um, well, one thing I always remember is that nothing lasts forever. No bad time. Mm. No bad moment lasts forever. 
Mm. All you got to do is get through the next second. If you got to break it down that deep, just get through the next second, mm. the next minute. And before you know it, it'll be, it'll be okay. Usually, that's been my experience. Mm-hmm. So. I love that. I love that. I'm very transparent. I'm always transparent. I tell people that. I am going through some things right now. Even my producer will tell you, he said earlier to me, he said, I'm kind of glad you in a little bit of good spirits. I said, I'm trying to, right? But for you to tell me, it ain't going to last. It's just break it down to that second. So I need to remind myself of that, even though I tell people that all the time. But hearing someone else say that to me when you are dealing with difficult times. And I know I'm smiling. We're having a good yeah, time. But, but it is a difficult time for me. And thank you. It's okay. But the fact that you told me break it down for every second. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to be like, you know what? I'm going to get through this next second. And right now I'm here with you. Your energy is beautiful. Right now, we are experiencing, we're being transparent, and we're sharing our journey. So that's what matters in this second, in this minute. Mm. Matter of fact, hey, this hour, (laughs) people listening to us. So that is beautiful. So everyone who's listening, anybody want to know, break it down for a second. I am. I ain't ashamed. And it's okay to say you're not okay. We don't have to be strong anymore. We don't. And I want us black women to know that. Like, it is oh freaking K. We're not okay. It's okay to not be okay. <laughs> yeah, it is okay. Yep. But it is hard. It's hard when you got to show up every day with a yeah. smile on your face and put your, like you said, be the best version of yourself. But how can you be the best version of yourself if you're not okay and people don't grant you grace? Yep. You make them. <laughs> You make them, you make them, right? (laughs) So what can we expect for you besides the next book coming out? What's happening in the next couple of months to a year? Um, I'm looking to turn one of my books into something visual. Okay. Web series, maybe a TV show, maybe. I'm not sure. Still kind of fleshing that out. But I'm just still massaging everything that I got going on okay you know moving forward to have so many different things going on at one time it takes a long time to make progress on everything so i know (laughs) but more clothes um okay i'm designing more clothes getting more with down with the sewing machine that my dog broke this morning but it's all right it's all right you'll get it fixed you will get it fixed well you let me know me i'm not a model but um I'll try. <laughs> if there's anything I can help you with, let me know. We'll figure it out. We'll do it together. Because us women, we got to start helping each other. Yeah. Not looking for something in return, but just being there for a sister. Mm-hmm. So on this journey, I'm so glad that we have crossed paths. Because, you know, in every journey, you will cross several paths with different people. It may not continue forever, but it will be a significant part. So thank you. And I have to tell everybody, because, you know, it's about that time. Let me turn to the camera. <clears throat> Getting used to this. <laughs> you guys, this has been another wonderful episode of the Journey of a Soul Sister. As she shared her journey, she let people know, yeah, I was in IT. I did what I did, but I was bored. Then the next thing was, how can I be better or tap into other things that I really appreciate? Guess what? She just did it. That inspired me, and I hope that inspired you to just do and to grant people grace. Understand that people will not always show up with their best self. Don't take it personal, but be there for them to grant that grace. And on that, this has been another episode of The Journey of a Soul Sister. This is a Anything Goes podcast production.